One, two, is on? Well, let me talk to you. A little bit of the bubbly. Party, party, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah! It's not hot! Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the WrestleGannon Podcast. This week we got our staple guns, our guitars, our Nintendo systems, and we're ready to go hardcore. I'm Chris the Heat Matthews. He's Gary G. Money Mun, and he's the Tennessee Jesus, Carl Crossland. Welcome to the show. What is up, fellas? Nothing uh, much, man. I've been watching a bunch of Columbo. <laughs> you watching Columbo on the cock? On the cock, yeah. It's <laughs> like the only good thing up there. Because like, I can't figure out how to fucking navigate the wrestling. Uh, oh, come on, man. They got Saved by the Bell on there, too. You can watch them Saved by the Bell. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I, tell you, I tell you what I have been doing, though. Um, Jerking been off like a through, bean? Um, huh? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> I said jerking off like a fiend. Yeah, uh, well, I was about to get, I was about to get to that. Wait, um, wait, you know what's funny? You know what's funny, Chris? His son's probably heard the fiend. He goes, the fiend? Did I hear it? Did someone say the fiend? <laughs> um, no, no, I've been, speaking of which, I've been going through the rule book. Have you guys been through the, the rule book? The rule, the WWE rule book. Yeah. No. 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 So, so the rule book is the the rule book is so bad um, that you have to. Uh, they actually put pictures in it. I guess because they figure the talent is too dumb enough to know like the rules. So, if you're listening right now, uh, go to Google. Uh, and go to Google Images and type in uh, WWE Rule 34, and uh, you'll get a little surprise. Oh, God. I'm not doing it. Chris, you can just tell me what you pull up. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. That's (laughs) awesome. <laughs> Rule thirty four, baby. <laughs> Holy shnikes. And it's not even like a handful. It's like <laughs> it's just like an entire like it's pages. It's still loading. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> There's some Dragon Ball in here, too. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Yo, these people need way too much free time. (laughs) This is insane. Like, they straight up, like, Photoshopping, like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh god. If you're uh, listening at work, uh wait till you get home. <laughs> yeah, we're doing in the bathroom. 
Wow. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> on that note. Oh, oh, man. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at WrestleGetAndPod with 1D. Uh, Instagram, WrestleGetAndPod with 2Ds. And our sister account, Score Collection, uh, Facebook.com slash WrestleGetAndPod with 1D as well. YouTube.com slash for the collection. Um, I want to get some more videos done. I got like a stack of stuff that I want to do reviews and openings on. Um, so hopefully sometime soon, I am actually working on cleaning up the fortress of heatitude to, uh, get some space down here as I've been spring cleaning. So lots of fun going on. Um, so new content for the YouTube page coming hopefully in the next month or two depending on how long it takes me to clean this shit up and then uh, you want to support the show prowrestlingtees.com slash wrestlegeddon podcast wrestlegeddon with two D's is the best way to do it that and redbubble.com slash wrestlegeddon pod as well uh, for a little more shirt designs available on there um, buy a shirt support the show that's pretty much all we can say on that one uh, check out our friends, the, the Four Horsemen, the other members of the Four Horsemen of Wrestling Podcast, the Fig Cave, uh, with our good friend Phil Gentile, the Run Podcast with the boys Tommy Paradise and DJ, and the Call Up Podcast, um, which you can find on YouTube as well. Same thing with Running Podcast uh, with our boy Kenny. So definitely check those out. Kenny actually has a really good interview up with um, the New Day's ring gear designer. Um, he also does a ring gear for Apollo Crews and Ricochet and a few other people. Um, did some gear for Brody Lee as well um, on a new project that he's working on, which celebrates Black History. Um, it's called Our Heroes Rock. So definitely check that out. Um, great project. Uh, like I said, supporting Black History. So definitely check it out. Uh, pretty much it on that one. Um, really don't have much for follow-up. You guys got anything from last week? No. Uh, no. All right. So let's go from that and let's get in to the news. Hotline fans, I have got a hotline rumor for you. The number, what's the number? Let me call the number. In the Hulkster's hotline, you may do so by dialing one 900 hulk all right, and as always, the news is brought to you by Date Nights in a Box. Check out datenightsinabox.cratejoy.com for a one-of-a-kind curated date night theme sent to your doorstep monthly. If you're going to be stuck in the house, why not try Date Nights in a Box to help one-of-a-kind date night? You can also save some money by using the code BJ's in a Box. Yes, that's BJ's, as in blowjobs in a box, at checkout. Sign up for your subscription today at Date Nights in a Box. There's there's nothing. I'm sorry. I didn't there's nothing. I didn't I didn't get it ready this <laughs> I didn't get it ready this week, so maybe next week. <laughs> All right. Nothing. Sorry. That's that's sorry. two weeks in a row. Nothing for I had yeah. something planned, but Garrett fucking fell through. Garrett fumbled it. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you have anything to make? I can make. I can make fake noises for you. It's it's Based too late. Realistic, man. It's too late. 
<laughs> Too late. So, <laughs> uh, all right. Um, unfortunately, we had uh, some sad news. So we're just going to start off with this just to get it out of the way so we can get to the, the other stuff here so and the news on a downer. Uh, New Jack has passed away um, due to a heart attack um, earlier today. Which is uh, terrible. Uh, I'm sure it was it's definitely unexpected. Like heart attacks are not something that you expect. Um, but our thoughts and prayers do go out with New Jack's family um, during this time. Yeah, um, not the way I thought he would go, man. Like I figured he'd like die by like jumping off a fucking balcony or something, or or getting stabbed back by somebody. Like. Yeah. Yeah, that's terrible. Just terrible news. We said unexpected. So, um, 58 years old as New Jack was. So, um, but speaking of, well, kind of terrible and kind of good, um, <laughs> Ryback's back at it with his Twitter poll. Uh, if you're not familiar. Um, he keeps posting this stupid poll every week about uh, where he should return to, and it's the options are NXT, um, AEW, I think Impact, and the last option is retire. So apparently everybody keeps voting retire. Honestly, who wants to see Ryback wrestle anymore? Not nobody. Um, so I... <laughs> I, of course, voted for retire. Then I retweeted his his poll with a quoted tweet that said, return to your couch. Nobody will return to a ring in any way, shape, or form. And my two-year-old is more entertaining than you are. He is, by the way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we are now a part of the official Blocked by Ryback Club. And if we're going to be honest, he's the worst version of Goldberg. Goldberg's evolution. <laughs> <laughs> Gilberg's the best. Oh, yeah. Hands down. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we're not the only ones in that club. Um, Phil and the boys from the running podcast are also a members members of the Block by Ryback club. Um, I think we need T-shirts or members jackets or something. Uh, it's probably not. <laughs> like. <laughs> No, <laughs> probably, been blocked, probably been blocked by better people. <laughs> probably, I just think it's hilarious. So. <laughs> I'm trying. There's somebody else that was blocking people too. Um, I think it's a fightful or something like that. Some uh news wrestling news website that's blocking people for criticizing them for um getting news from them by joining their Patreon. Like, really? Like, I'm going to pay you to give me news that I can find on 600 different websites for free? Idiots. Oh, yeah. So, there's that. Um, some good news. Zelina Vega, um, Thea Trinidad, spotted at the Performance Center with a camera crew this week. So, I think it uh, looks like a return to WWE may be in the works for, for Zelina Vega. 
I remember Hopefully she's cleaning out her locker. NXT. Or she's cleaning out her locker. <laughs> yeah. They no, they probably sent her. What? They sent her stuff in a trash bag. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. No. But uh, hopefully this is a return to, to WWE. Um, and hopefully it's for the NXT brand. I'd rather see her on NXT and actually wrestle. As as great of a man as um, see them pairing like anyone on the main roster to pair her with. Um, a lot of people are pushing to get her paired with her real-life husband, Aleister Black. Um, but I'd rather see her on her own and actually see her wrestle because she is a solid performer in the ring. And we really didn't get to hey, see much truth. of that showcase. Tell her, the truth, I'd like to see her versus uh, Molina and like NWA and Brian Panties match. That'd be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get Brian Panties matches in the NWA, though. Just, oh, okay. Yeah, just realistically. What was that uh, lingerie wrestling? What was it? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember what I it was. I can't remember the name of it. The only thing that's coming to mind is the lingerie football league, which yeah, Summer no, Ray no. came was, from. It might, not, it might not have been lingerie. It was like extreme women wrestling, but they all wrestled in fucking lingerie. Yeah, that's probably what it was. That sounds familiar. Definitely. I'll say it was like out of Pennsylvania or something. Probably. <laughs> uh, so there's that. Um, on top of that, too, um, jump in the figure news here for a little bit because it's related to that. The Elite 84 Target exclusive for that set was Zelina Vega, which is completely up. That was going to get released when she got um, let go, but they did confirm that it was. His production was already rolling on it. Um, Ringside Collectibles. Was selling it $27.99. So not that much over retail. Um, I did order it and it'll actually be here on Monday is the uh, delivery date for that. So I'm pretty stoked to get that. Um, you don't have to it. I probably will probably record the unboxing for that. So. That'd be cool. You uh, can Lucy, record it uh... in Brian Payne. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to see that, but. <laughs> but uh yeah pretty stoked to get that figure um so jump back here to regular news uh impact did announce their date finally for slammiversary which is july 17th so i believe that does fall out of the 90 day no compete clause for james chelsea green smoke joe the iconics pretty much everyone that they've been advertising um, video package so hopefully that is true they do end up at at impact I think a lot of those are going to be huge gains for the impact roster which arguably has like the second best women's roster behind NXT all right uh yes let's wrap up a little bit of figure news that we got left. Uh, Paul Roma, one half of Power and Glory, officially announced for Zombie Sailor Toys Wrestling Heels and Faces line. And Unrivaled Series 4 hitting Walmarts. So you can find those relatively soon. Uh, a friend of mine actually found Unrivaled Series 4 in our area. So he picked up 
uh, pretty much the whole wave on that one. And then Series 5 was up for pre-order on GameStop. So GameStop getting in on the AEW action. Um, so, yeah, you go pre-order from GameStop and we'll sell them to somebody else before you come in to get your pre-orders. Or you can trade in. Can you trade in some of your action figures for... I don't think they do action figure trading, but I'm sure you can trade some of your <laughs> games. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, be a lot cooler if they did. Yep. I guess that's Roman Reigns. I actually, honestly, I only have one figure, and that was like his first um, figure from the Shield. I had another one, but it fell off the shelf. Got it. So I'm waiting for his uh, new. Um, tribal chief head of the table figure to come out to replace it. So. Oh, okay. Why don't you just fucking fix the one that's broken and make him head of the table? Because where it broke off, I can't fix. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Broke at the the joint, at the hip joint. It's kind of hard. That. You have to get like a whole like garbage figure just to replace that whole hip joint. It's a pain in the ass. All right, but that's uh, let's wrap up the news for this week. Not a whole lot of news, really. Um, there was one thing actually I did forget to put in here for figure news. Uh, Pro Wrestling Tees has pre orders up for some new micro brawlers, uh, which is uh, exclusive Rob Van Dam. Sabu and the Sandman are all $17.99 each. You can order all three and save 20% on the bundle package, which will probably still charge you separate shipping for each. Like they did with all those freaking macho mans that they just put out. (laughs) Yeah. So those are up for Uh, pre-order. Pro wrestling tees.com thing. Takes you right to it. All right, so that wraps up the news, and let's go bell to bell. We had a throwback edition. Um, I know a lot of people are old school, like SmackDown set, but I guess we got more of an early 90s, early, uh, an 80s, early 90s, like crap, crap graphics. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else noteworthy from SmackDown. Uh, Carmella gets another new entrance and ring gear. So they're changing up her character again. Great. Yeah. And then um big thing to come out of that is uh the return of Jimmy Uso. Uso's who reunited. Did, who who did not swear allegiance to Roman Reigns. That was he did not. Nope. Nope. Yeah. So the whole storyline was He's not acknowledging Roman as the head of the table. The whole thing is no. The whole thing is he came back for his brother. He didn't come back. For Roman, 
So the whole episode was just him playing it off of like he wants to get him and his brother back together as a tag team, but he doesn't acknowledge Roman. So at the end, when Cesaro came out and attacked Roman and Jay, Jimmy came in the ring to help Jay, not Roman. Ew. Right. So my guess is they're going to have, like, the next review is going to be uh, the same match we had before where he just makes one nod or whatever. Probably. Yep. But we, but we got the the two cool, like, standoff thing at the end of SmackDown. Yeah, man. Like, they're going to do the two cool. And Paul Heyman yeah. was Rikishi. SmackDown kind of sucked, really. It is okay. Better than the week before. It's a hell of a lot better than Raw. Well, yeah. You don't like Raw? Man, come on. Oh, man. There's of crap again. Um, we had like a couple noteworthy things I had on here. Damian Priest beats Morrison and picks a lumberjack match to him and Miz's match at Backlash. I'm not calling it WrestleMania Backlash. I'm refusing to call it that. It's Backlash. It's WrestleMania Backlash. It's Backlash. <laughs> they can put some respect on these nuts. It's Backlash. <laughs> but yeah. So out of all the stipulations they could have gave Priest to pick from or, you know, that they decided to go with for this match. Jack match. No, I mean... Because, I mean, some of the other stipulations are not going to do, like, that well. You know, like, you, they can't have, like, a first blood match because they can't bleed. Well, it could have um, did a fall on anywhere match or, I mean, but know, no DQ it. match, a cage match. Those kind of suck. Like, they did, like, a 60-man Ironman match, but, you know, they probably didn't want to give them the time. They could have did a bad bunny on a pole match. Is Bad Bunny coming back? Why do they keep bringing up Bad Bunny? That's like because you he keeps selling he was merch. Because like ex lover or something. Because his merch is still selling, so they're gonna every week. <laughs> mm-hmm. Be surprised if he's actually in attendance for the pay per view or is or something. But yeah. lumberjack matches, like I just you I like lumberjack matches? I don't. Nope. Man, some of the best matches are lumberjack matches because, like, you get the people on the card that you wouldn't normally see because, you know, they wouldn't uh, stand, so they have them come out stand of... outside the ring and do shit. We do like VK Wall Streets out there, you know, as one of the lumberjacks. He ain't gonna be out there. <laughs> <laughs> he could be. He ain't gonna be out there. You're gonna get Maybe guys like and... you're gonna Paul. And Maybe Jim Duggan. Maybe all Jim the Duggan guys. Comes back what, what's gonna no? What's gonna happen is our truth is gonna be a lumberjack, and you're gonna get half the people trying to get the freaking twenty four seven. That's. I, I pretty much guarantee that's probably what's gonna happen. <laughs> Jeff Tazawa out there, Jack. Angel Garza is probably gonna try to shove another rose up Drew Gulak's ass. No. <laughs> Just, just stupid stuff. <laughs> it's not like lumberjack matches. But uh, Johnny Drip Chip needs to stop. 
I think we can all agree on that. You mean uh, the M-I-Z? The M-I-Z. No, just Morrison and this Johnny Drip Drip thing. It's literally like the writers learned Drip and they put it in everything. Yeah, I thought yeah, no. I thought they were gonna break up Ms. Morrison because it looked like they was doing like a whole storyline. I was so hoping they would of his wife, but then they didn't. So yeah, they need to do something. No, so, um, I would love to see if they if they did break up Ms. And Morrison. I see Morrison and Taya take on Ms. and uh, Maurice. That'd be awesome. I think that would be a good uh good story arc. So, definitely be more enjoyable than what they got going on and definitely more enjoyable than Braun Strowman in the WWE title picture someone has to lose to fucking McIntyre so you know Bobby what, wait you want to know what the best part of Raw was and coming from my mouth this might make y'all just like fall out and die the best part of Raw was the fact that Randy Orton RKO'd the New Day and then just was like just walked out just walked out <laughs> it's like yeah whatever and then uh, freaking Matt Riddle's in the ring like what do I do with my hand <laughs> like I will say like the whole RK bro thing is probably one of the more entertaining parts of Raw right now Um, I'm not you love I don't it. know like Riddle is like Hot and you cold. Fucking man. love it. Sometimes he's annoying. Stop, the, the, the scooter thing is love it, dude. The scooter thing's annoying it. as hell. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do grow entertaining. Just because we know Orton's going to turn on him in RKO. <laughs> I thought he was going to do it this week. Uh, they're going to play it out a little longer, so it'll probably mm-hmm. be like. They get a tag title match and they lose and Orton gets pissed and RKO's them or something. At least something to that effect. But um Yeah, so Braun pretty much destroys Lashley and Drew after their matchup. So Braun closes the show standing tall. So but like Carl said, Braun should take the pinfall. I mean so, it was a I mean, it was kind of like a replay of last last week, right? It's like, yeah, because it was Braun and Drew, or not not Braun, with, uh, yeah. actually, and then Drew yeah. beat him down. So it's pretty much the same match as you know the same thing, just two different people in the match. It was kind of like couple. watching Dynamite. Yeah, <laughs> which is a little. little uh, let's see. Yeah, so let's go from crap to the better. Um, NXT. I forgot to put notes in here for NXT. What the f? <laughs> oh man. Okay. But uh, NXT. We had Carrying Cross take on Austin Theory, which kicked, which yeah, which opened the show. And Austin Theory got some good offense in in this match. I, I thought. Match, but they actually I did too, don't worry. They actually let him go. I was kind of impressed on that one. That was a pretty solid matchup. Uh Gargano's still pissed because he has to take on Bronson Reed next week. Um 
what else we got? The tag team match versus Tyler Breeze. Uh, that was a great match. Like, I don't care. And then the involvement from the ref in that match, that spot with the ref was great. <laughs> They're pretty much running the ropes and like the ref gets involved and um, they start leapfrogging the ref and <laughs> it was just awesome. <laughs> yep. Oh, MSK he's is just great. Like sitting over there and he's like, I'm ready. Come on. Come on. I'm ready. Come on. I can find anybody. <laughs> that was good stuff. That was good shit. Uh, what else do we have? We had uh, Raquel Gonzalez against Mercedes Martinez, which was a hell of a matchup between the two of them. Basically what you were expecting to be, and it was it was pretty much a brawl between the two of them. Uh, Raquel ends up retaining, which we knew come with that one. Uh, what else? Was it the Cruiserweight title match was this week, right? Yep, that was the main event. The two out of three um, falls match, though. Which Kushida clean sweep. Yeah. Clean sweep. Mm-hmm. I and was actually kind of surprised. So Yeah. And then we got another uh uh Cameron Graham segment, which was amazing. <laughs> he had a that... he had a he had a car auction and he was trying to win this car and uh BB actually kept bid boarding him, so he couldn't, <laughs> he couldn't Fathom putting a million dollars on a car. Oh man, I, I say every week these this is the best use of a legend that any company has done in a long ass time. Like he doesn't have to wrestle, he's still getting the talent over. Uh it's like it's great. Like it's it's yeah. perfect. Like whoever came up know. with this idea is a genius. I don't know when Terry Funk Carl's, came back Carl's like Charlie. thank you. Oh, Chainsaw huh? Charlie, really? Say <laughs> <laughs> Carl's in the background, like, I don't know who did this. I did, thank you. <laughs> that <laughs> damn Ted DiBiase! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just great. So. Oh, and then the last thing at NXT is uh, we got a return. Return of Bobby Fish. Yes, Bobby Fish returns. Good stuff there. So, uh, exciting. I know they're going to keep uh, Fish and O'Reilly for a little bit just because they've been pushing O'Reilly as a singles competitor. Right. Um, but, uh, which, which, which sucks in a way, but it's kind of good because both these guys can shine in singles competition and they're of doing it. They're both phenomenal talent, so I'm excited to see where uh, uh, Bobby um, I guess we're going to get uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Cross um, you ne- you never against Finn. You never know, man. He might end up like Marty Lanetti. Uh You never know. That's what up. They're I, that's a tough one because you know every tag team has a Marty Jannetty, but I don't see that in with Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. No, not every team don't have a Marty Jannetty. Some teams Just have like every, a, some teams majority, are like you know Matt and Jeff Hardy or majority majority of teams have a Marty Jannetty. But in all honesty, if you really want to boil it down, Matt Hardy was the Marty Jannetty of the Hardy Boys, like in WWE. Because yeah, look at how, yeah. how much Jeff got put 
Yeah. What about Edge and Christian? Christian was the Marty Jannetty. You think so? Yeah. Just just look at their career. Look at how more how. What's that? Wait. What about the, the Rock and Sock connection? They want Asian money. <laughs> you know what's sad, Carl? I was going to say, what about <laughs> Kurt Angle and uh, Chris Benoit? <laughs> they, you can't count you can't <laughs> other tag teams. I know. I'm just messing. So. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, I got one for you. The Brain Busters. Oh, man. That was that was pre-rockers, though. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All, All right. right so let's get it. New Age Outlaws. New Age Outlaws? Oh, shit. That's a tough one there. Because they both really didn't amount to shit <laughs> outside of tag team <laughs> wrestling. So, <laughs> so they're, they're both the Marty Janettis. I guess, uh, no, I was going to say maybe uh, Bully Gunn was like the stand line because he was like in other successful tag teams, but Road Dog was, uh, uh, what was that called in TNA with him and uh, R Truth? Oh, it was, um, it was him, R-Truth, and Conan. Conan. They were a tag team in WWE, too, wouldn't they? Like Three uh, Live Crew. Yeah. Three Live Crew and Impact. And it was um, TNA or WWE. It was, um, it was K-Quick and Road Dog. I think they were uh, getting rowdy, was their name. Yep. Yeah. That's it. That was before uh, they got released. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, WrestleMania Backlash, and I just called it WrestleMania Backlash. WrestleMania Backlash. Fucking hell. You want to know why? Because you wrote it in the notes that way. I did, and it's like Anchorman. You know, I'm like Rob Burgundy. If it's in the notes, I'm going to read it. (laughs) Yep. He reads anything on the teleprompter. So what I'm going to start doing (laughs) is writing weird bullshit in there, and Chris is going to be like, wait a minute. You San Diego. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you, San Diego. <laughs> Alright, it's good night and go fuck yourself, San Diego. Yep. That's it. <laughs> oh, all right. So let's get in a backlash preview. Uh not a lot on the card so far. So we've got uh I don't know if they had anything on SmackDown tonight, but we got Universal Championship match, Roman Reigns versus Cesaro. Psyched that Cesaro is a title match, like a, a big title match, not you know, like mid card, but main event title match. Um, this will probably end up being one of the better matches on the card, honestly, compared to what else is on here. Um, the close second might be Bianca Belair and Bay, but uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes, but yeah. I'm excited. Like I said, I'm excited for Roman Reigns versus Cesaro. What do you guys think? I think yeah. uh, Seth Rollins gets involved um, and does a face turn in this match. Possible. Mm. I just hope. Uh, you know, I'm just I'm just gonna be the only person in the entirety of the world that says uh, Cesaro's gonna win. Cesaro's not gonna win. Um, yeah, as, as much Seth as Rollins, we would love to see Cesaro I mean, as a Cesaro's champion, like. The best wrestler on fucking 
Seth, Seth Rollins uh, gets involved and turns face, and it ends up setting up a feud that will end in SummerSlam with Rollins versus Reigns. SummerSlam for the title. Yeah, I mean, we are on the road to SummerSlam, so that's that's the probably the biggest match we can get on a SmackDown is, is Reigns versus Rollins. Excuse you, it is called WrestleMania SummerSlam. Oh, I'm sorry, right. WrestleMania SummerSlam. Oh, 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 is it? I thought, I thought it was King of the Rings SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so there's that one. We got a SmackDown Tag Team Champion, Ziggler, Robert Roode, the Dirty Dogs, taking on the Mysterios. I think this is where the Mysterios finally win the titles. Yep. Yep, I think they finally win. Um, but then, um, and then they're gonna toot. lose to the Uso. Oh, the Usos. I was gonna say Hoot and Toot Guerrero comes out. Hoovy's gonna come out. Hoovy and Psychosis, they're gonna reform the Mets and come yeah. back and, and take out Mysterio and Dominic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, can, I can see this going Mysterio and Dominic holding those titles. Um, and we'll probably see like. Like I said, SummerSlam, I can see them probably losing the titles to the Usos, if not before that, because like nobody really gives a shit about well, not, I say nobody, but WWE doesn't give a shit about their tag team champion. So Yeah, I didn't know they still much... existed. Like to be honest yeah. with you. Like, <laughs> they had tag team titles on SmackDown. They needed this fucking unify them. How about that? Yeah. Like they're, they're... They can do unified tag titles go between both shows. And it's not like they're f- not filming out of anything, or at least, you know, the shows aren't coming from two separate arenas. No, like they're all from the same damn place. So it could it could be done. Is Beck gonna uh, be live? Yeah. Open her up, baby. Uh I mean they are in Florida. Florida's like pretty much outlaw state, so yeah, so yeah, I can see the mysterious one. Um, Raw Women's Championship Triple Threat match: Rhea Ripley versus Oscar versus Charlotte Flair. One of two Triple Threat matches from Raw. Um, I think Rhea Ripley um, um, wins the match. Um, I think Oscar takes the pinfall. Uh. And I see um, it just leading into a, a rear Ripley uh, player uh, rematch. Yeah, I can. That that seems like the most feasible thing for them to do because you need you're going to need a big match for for SummerSlam and versus Charlotte is you know it's a WrestleMania rematch from last year, but. Like it's one of those things where you know you have the story built in where Rhea can look for redemption for losing the mm-hmm. NXT women's title to Charlotte. And they had a really good match. Uh, yeah, it was. Year. It was a great match. Mm-hmm. I can I can definitely see that, Garrett. What you think? Yeah, I mean, I I mean, I wouldn't see why they would make Ripley lose already, but I'm kind of I kind of agree with Carl where it's like you kind of put Charlotte in the match to be in the match but not to take the pinfall that way she's part of the 
storyline. Yeah. So I don't think it, and I don't think it really hurts Oscar to take the pin either because she's been on, she's pretty much up until losing to to Ripley. Oh, so, right. Well, we'll see what happens with that one. It shouldn't be a bad match. Like all the three competitors in this match aren't terrible wrestlers. There, there are some talent for the female roster that WWE has. So. Well, we should expect a pretty decent match from the three of them. Uh, SmackDown's Women's Championship, Bianca Belair defending against Bailey. I think this one has potential to to be a match of the night contender. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I can I can see that, but I do see Bianca retaining over Bailey. I do as well. Seems too early for Bianca to drop the title. Um, yep. Yeah, I think uh, Bianca Belair will get uh, an assist from the newly signed Jacksonville Jaguar Tim Tebow. There. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> awesome! And um, the final match that we got on here for this card, uh, what has been announced: Triple Threat Match, WWE Championship, Bobby Lashley versus McIntyre versus Strowman. Uh, which we're all pretty much Strowman's going to take the pin for taking the title. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I mean, as we all know... I can see, Lashley, I can see Lashley retaining this, too. So. And so, so, either way, Strowman's taking the pinfall. But I can see I can see Lashley and keeping, keeping that title till at least SummerSlam. Um, I don't know. I think Vince is a little too racist to let Bobby Lashley keep it that long. Well, I mean, uh, it could be the next night on Raw, you know, Lesnar comes back and destroys him in 18 seconds. He, bro- <laughs> he broke up the <laughs> the uh, Hurt Business because it was getting, you know, too much fanfare. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I think uh, they probably have Lashley drop the title to McIntyre. I hope not. Okay, not only did they break up the hurt business, they brought up fucking. Then they Shelton broke Andy. up Shelton Sundry. Yeah, man, killing me, Vince, killing me. Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's go into some good stuff here. NWA this week back with a new episode, Superpower. Um, it was announced last week on the the Power Surge podcast thingy that they do um there's gonna be a 14-man battle in the next challenger for nick aldis um no current champions i was gonna say do they have 14 people on the roster i think so i'm pretty sure they do because every time i hear the roster when you like talk about who wins and loses uh i don't same people it's yeah it's like the same (laughs) like six people Oh, I'm sure. Well, I mean, they can probably get some in, people so. to like come. Like, you give my like, hell, give me ten dollars, and I'll go be in the match. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Throw me out. But uh, no current champions can compete in the match. So because of that, all this, who felt so confident that Adonis and Latimer were going to win the World Tag Team Titles, called off the main event for Tuesday night. So we're supposed to get Kratos and 
um, Aaron Stevens defending the NWA tag titles against, you know, strictly business, but because no champions can enter the match, Latimer doesn't have a title. So Latimer can enter the 14 man battle Royal, which would give Nick all this. If Latimer wins all this versus Latimer. And then, you know, we get some type of screw job finish or whatever. But so, yeah. So I say, I say we get that little PO'd about that. I say Ricky, I said, uh, Ricky Morton wins. <laughs> I mean, that's honestly, you probably could be in the match, and his son could be in the match. <laughs> so, oh, he's got he's got a son that wrestles, yeah. Mm-hmm. His uh, they just won the uh, the tag team titles for um, I think the uh, AMW, I think it is, or yeah, AML or something like that. So, something, I saw it somewhere. It's a it's a promotion out of North Carolina that they won the the tag titles for, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. Oh, pretty uh, so they a new Rock and Roll Express or something. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. So we can see the hip hop express. <laughs> express. The new metal express. <laughs> 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 oh, man, so yeah, I can see Ricky Morton showing up in that that fourteen man battle royal. Oh, so. uh, let's see what else happened. We got a uh, slice boogie defeated Jax Dane in a false count anywhere match. Uh, basically, Dane threw after he uh, collided with Crimson in an inadvertent uh, collision. Uh, pretty much to check on his tag partner. Again, so, picking him on that one. Uh, and probably one of the best matches of the night, Matt Cross took on Mims uh, for an opportunity at the television title. Matt Cross picked up the win, and uh, he will take on the winner of and uh, the Pope, I believe, if he doesn't get his title shot before that. So we'll see what happens. On hey, that. hey, uh, Chris. What up? Can you can Gibson still alive? Like he survived COVID and everything, right? <laughs> I, I think so. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent right. positive on that All one. Right. So I, w- I was just checking, man. It's like crazy. We lost a new Jack, but fucking Robert Gibson still alive. Him in his eye. Uh, Robert Gibson is still alive. Oh, okay. I didn't know, man, because COVID's been taking on a lot of people. Yeah, no, Robert Gibson is still alive, and he and his eyes still crossed. <laughs> <laughs> no super kicks, no amount of super kicks in the world. But um, yeah, so Matt Cross defeated Mims. Uh, we had stipulation added for Camille versus Thunder Rosa. So now this is interesting. If Camille wins. Thunder Rosa has to wrestle exclusively for NWA and cannot appear for any other promotion. Interesting. Yes. So I'm kind of kind of interested in this matchup to see what happens at the uh But if if Thunder Rosa wins, right? If Thunder Rosa wins, she's the number one contender for Serena Deeb's title. Alright. So this is what I predict happens. Thunder Rosa wins. Wins the woman's title and then puts it on the line versus Kenny Omega. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Omega wins the title, 
and then takes on Camille. <laughs> He's like, Damn it, you knew my plan all along. <laughs> we're gonna get a we're gonna we're gonna get a call from Don Callis later. <laughs> How Damn do you it, you know? <laughs> You guys figured it out. <laughs> Who's been telling you all the news? <clears throat> All right, so <clears throat> since the, uh, the the tag team title match got canceled, the main event was uh, Kratos uh, taking on Sal Renaro. Oh, God. I, I'm sure you guys can guess how that one went. Sal <laughs> <laughs> <That> Renaro. <laughs> yeah, Renaro got steamrolled on that one. So, <laughs> yep. yeah, so that's that. That's NWA. NWA, like, yes, for what they are, like the TV studio they have, you know, it is it does look very low budget, but it's some of the better wrestling. Like, if you're looking for just good wrestling to watch, it's well worth the five bucks a month for NWA. Like, like they have right. some decent talent on there. Um, you know, it's a it's a good mix of old talent and new talent. I think they're doing it right mm-hmm. with how they're using people, even though Tyrus looks like shit when he's in the ring because he's just He's more out of shape than he was in WWE. Like, I can't really say anything about being in shape because I'm a fat ass myself. But if I'm watching wrestling, I need I gotta at least see the person be able to move. Like, you know, there's not really an excuse for it because you look at AC Romero, who can still tear it up in the ring, and he's like twice the twice the size of tires. So what's uh yeah. what's the guy from uh uh, uh is it uh Man, what is it? The fucking tag team in uh, uh, Nijax? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is that fucking Are... tag team with uh, Beer City Bruiser? What's the other guy? Uh, Brian Malonis. Yeah. Fucking yeah. look how big he is. He yeah, dude, can back move. dude rolls, man. He could, he tears up the ring, too. Like, there's no excuse, man. Get your cardio done. Come on. And Otis, man. Otis is turning up as a worm. Yeah, Otis does it too. Otis gets your job done. You know, like the big guys can move, like big guys can wrestle, like Keith Lee. Like no excuse. Small All right. Joe. Joe. All right. Speaking of no excuse, let's get into dynamite this week. Um the young did after they had to win a tag team battle royal to become number one contenders after they're already number one contenders because they're 12 and 0 undefeated tag team, number one ranked team in the, in the division, but in a number one contenders match. And they yeah. lost to the young bucks and they lost to the young bucks. Um, SCU is no more. So they put on a thing. They, I remember like, so they said way back when that they will, if they, Lose a match, they will break up as a tag team. So, and they lost to the Bucks. Uh, it wasn't bad. There was, you know, typical, you know, spot super fest. Kick. Yeah, super kicks everywhere. The biggest thing that came out of this match was the camera work again. Like they <laughs> literally in on the damn blade that Daniels used to cut his head. Like. <laughs> God forbid they just focus on Daniels. No, we gotta get the blade in there too. 
Oh, man. And that was a I big wish... ass blade. Yeah, it was. I wish uh, I wish Christopher Daniels would sign with WWE so we can get like one more AJ Styles versus Christopher Daniels match. Here's they can reveal Daniels as the higher power. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, because he was supposed to be the higher power, but Vince said he was too small. Then just have Bret Hart come out and say they're overrated. Like, yeah, really <laughs> uh, yeah, the Bucks are definitely overrated, but um, yeah. So, uh, what else we got here? Uh, Pac and Orange Cassidy goes to a double countout. Um, looks like they they changed the finish on this match. Orange Cassidy took a power bomb from Pac and landed like on his neck and knocked him out. Um, so they called an audible. That's when Kenny Omega got involved and. Uh, knocked out Pac from behind with the title, which caused a double count out. Um, so now at double or nothing, it'll be a triple threat match uh, between Pac, Orange Cassidy, and Kenny Omega. Oh, okay. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be like no. with the three of these guys, but there's no way Kenny Omega is dropping the title to Pac or Orange Cassidy. Yeah. There's no way with Orange Cassidy being in there I can take the fucking shit serious. So. Yeah. So, I I think we're going to get, because I think after Double or Nothing, what, the next pay-per-view is what, All In? Uh, Something like that. Well, probably the next pay-per-view will be whatever pay-per-view I would assume. Well, I guess they could probably do one more before SummerSlam. Because SummerSlam is what, August, right? Yeah. So yeah, it'll probably be one more before they do summer because they're usually because they're usually a couple months for their pay per views. Like they don't do, it's not like right. an every month thing. So it's usually like two to three months so, before they do. So the they probably will well, like, no, they were doing it. They were doing it every month. So I think it's just the COVID thing, uh, or it might be a money thing. I guess they realize like they're not gonna make money off of pay per view sales, and if they're not selling tickets, yeah. You know, I mean, it's. it's like we're spoiled, we we've been spoiled by the network and now Peacock and getting all these pay per views for the part for like a cheap ass price for like a monthly subscription. And you look at AEW is like fifty bucks a pay per view. So, yeah, and they sell like twenty of them, and it's not a lot of money. It's not gonna pay. Yeah, for fucking Cody's Road news tattoos. But um, but I, I think really their next big pay per view, it's we're gonna see Hangman Page versus Omega, and that's see, when uh, Omega is gonna lose the AEW title. You see, Cody Rhodes is gonna be wrestling as the American Dream. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I saw, I saw you post that. They better hope that a go go doesn't come as, a, as Stone Cold or The <laughs> Rock. <laughs> 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 Oh man! I saw that. I just started busting up laughing. <laughs> I was like, "Oh man!" So we're cosplaying now. That's what we're doing. We're gonna cosplay. <laughs> it's the American. I'm saying, like, clicking Cody Rhodes. <laughs> don't know what hard times is. How are you gonna be the fucking American dream? You know, hard times if you be. <laughs> oh. Oh man, I I don't know. I just I want this whole thing with the factory to be done and over with. Like I don't care about any of these guys that are with QT Marshall. Um, I don't. Well, one of them looks I, like a a full size gorilla. We're gonna be completely honest. 
Is is that the guy uh, with the like the afro hair? Oh yeah, he looks like a full size gorilla. You know who I Dude. thought that was at first? I thought that was No Way Jose. That sounds a little racist. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly did. Like when he first came on the screen, I'm like, is that No Way Jose? And then you're like, oh wait, he's white. Never mind. Yeah. So. <laughs> 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 yeah, like I, I don't care about any of these guys in the factory and like QT Marshall having to say we every week we say it like QT Marshall having a stable is the stupidest idea that they've come up with. Mm. Um, yeah, just terrible. But speaking Everybody of stupid ideas, so uh, we get the coronation of the pinnacle, which looked like a freaking like like our prom like queen crowning decoration in there. It's freaking they had stupid. to get. They had to get uh, NJF's uh, uh, party city crown. That's all he wanted. Yeah, it was just it was so freaking stupid. Like honestly, and then then we get the whole thing where Inner Circle comes out in this little golf cart type thing. The trailer connected on on the back. It had like a big uh little bit of the bubbly sign on it. I shit you not when they showed. Move the camera over when they finally parked the little buggy or go kart or whatever golf cart. Jericho, you could see him playing his day in the back, trying to figure out what he's trying to do or trying to hide or something. And it wasn't just one time, it was literally twice that his face was on camera during that segment. And it just completely ruined it if you're paying attention. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention, so I didn't see it. So you could do yeah. okay. Yeah, if you guys, are so, I mean, I'm sure it like was. Me. I mean, a lot of it was just I typically don't pay attention to AEW much anymore because it's kind of garbage most of the time. So a lot of that kind of stuff I don't really care about. So. Um, here's a qu- here's a question for you. Um, over or under two years before MJF and Darby Allen signed with WWE? Depends on how long the contracts are. MJF, I could see, but I mean, I don't see. I don't know that I see Darby Allen. Yeah, I mean they they can market Darby Allen like they can market both of them if they if, yeah. if they decide if they decide to jump ship. Hey, hey you know what too. I want to say over. They could bring Sting with him too. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, all that snow is used up by the time they bring Sting. I can only work with my daddy. My big daddy. It's Sting. I say say over two years, maybe like three. Yeah, I would say probably over as well. Because eventually it's going to be like, well, we're going to give you this much money to do this. and Well, I mean, if you look at it, like, from, like, a WCW point of view, like, it's only, like, once you, like, you know, it's like the Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, Benoit, there's only so much you can take, like, watching new people come in from another company and take that spot to you're just like, well, you know what? I'm gonna 
but the other side of that too is um after Kenny, who's the next biggest heel on AEW's roster? I mean, Kenny Omega's not a very good heel to begin with. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, we like, know do that. Do you hate but... Kenny Omega? Um, but yeah, MJF is the biggest heel, but what opportunities has MJF had being the biggest heel in the company for the last two years? Oh, uh, he's been matches compared to some of the other talent. I mean, he's been booked in some of the bigger matches, but at the end of the day, he's just still losing it to the world champ here. Yeah, but I think I can see him by the end of the year being world champion. Yeah, I can see him and I see him, Adam Page, and fucking Darby Allen championship to WWE. Everybody has a price. They've seen this fucking <laughs> Vince man offers them some money. They're going to be jumping <laughs> ship. Yeah, I can. That's possible. Uh, okay, so Michael, coronation, Jericho trying to hide. Uh, yeah, so Pinnacle gets sprayed with some bubbly, something that we've never seen before. Multiple times before with beer and milk and beer again. And now with champagne. But we're not going to do what, what WWE has done. We're going to be different. Yep. Yeah, so there's that. And then main event, Miro versus Darby Allen for the TNT title. Miro beats Darby Allen. Surprise. Just completely... Allen. <laughs> oh. Ah, so Miro is your new TNT champion. So hopefully this doesn't end up United States Championship where they don't really do shit with him after he loses it. Uh, they're not they're they're do shit with him. It's just like I said, it's at the expense of Darby Allen. Yeah. It's at the expense of uh Adam Page. It's at the expense of MJF, you know? Yeah. That was dynamite. Uh, let's go to Impacts, round out the week here of wrestling. Um, Havoc defeats Rosemary to become the number one contender for the Knockouts Championship. So Havoc will take on Deanna Perrazzo at Under Siege. Saturday night on the 15th. Uh, we had a multi-man match. I think it was like a six-man match for the number one contender for the X Division title. El Fantasmo, representing New Japan in the Bullet Club, is your new number one contender. Uh, we saw a six-man tag match, and as um, Matt Cardona teamed with Chris Sabin and Trey Miguel to take on the team of Moose, Sammy Callahan. And fuck was the other person? And somebody else. I can't remember who the other person was. Damn. Yeah. But uh, anyway, like there with uh, Trey Miguel uh, went to do a did a flip outside to a uh, moose. Moose ended up catching him. And went to pretty much power bomb him onto the ring post. 
But Trey Miguel ends up reversing the power bomb into a Hurricanrana and shooting Moose into the uh, which was Eesh. so. Did yeah. the ring post explode? No, no. That's uh, doesn't last cool as the rest on Society X. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there, uh, that's pretty much the biggest things off the paper off the uh, off of Impact this week. Uh, like I said, there is a pay-per-view Saturday night under Siege. Uh, break down the card here. Uh, we've got a tag team number one contender match with uh, and Madman Fulton taking on the team of Triple XL, uh, Rohit Raju, and Sheer. And they're taking on the team of Petey Williams. And so whichever team wins this will be the number one wins um, the next for I actually yeah, actually that's a six man tag match. So the number one contender is to Finn Juice's title, pretty much. So uh women's tag team action, Taylor Wilde and Tennille Dashwood team up to take on the team and Kimberly Lee. Uh with the X Division Championship match, Josh Al on El Fantasmo. Knockouts championship, Deanna Prazo versus Havoc. Uh Black Tarus taking on Brian Myers. Willie Mack versus W. Morrissey, the former big cast uh, team match, which is a rematch from the last pay-per-view. Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering taking on the team of Fire and Flava. Uh, six-man number one contenders match, which is the sixth person that I couldn't remember, uh, taking on Matt Cardona, uh, Sammy Callahan, Chris Saban, Trey Miguel, and Moose. The winner will go on to face Kenny Omega at at some point for the impact world championship. And then main event, Kenny Omega and the good brothers taking on the team of Eddie Edwards and Finn juice and six man tag action. So there is under siege and not a single word of under siege again on dynamite week. And I don't Why? even think Why they mentioned, they? Even I know yeah, it doesn't matter at all because impact is gaining nothing from this partnership with AEW. No, no, not correct. I'm more disappointed They're right now. Kenny sucks David Melzer's cock Omega. Carl, you said you're disappointed Rhino wasn't wrestling? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's no violent by design. Violent by Design is not any one of these matches. I mean, I, which, I mean is, is it, which is weird because I mean, they've been they've been kind of technically from all the pay-per-views. Huh? No, Morrissey was just kind of paid to be part of to fill in for Eric Young oh, okay. for that match. Oh. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. Is he in Violent by Design or no? No, he's not. Every I promo mean, that they've pick, done since that, uh, a better name though. Yeah, I think it's his like here's my here's my advice for people that leave WWE. Like, of course, like you're not gonna get the fucking you know name you used to carry, but pick a goddamn decent sounding name that's not like retarded. Well, it's better than. Because <laughs> that's what he's using like, now. Fucking the Indies, like so. Casey or something. Yeah, little Casey. Casey. <laughs> mm. 
Awesome. All right. So, yeah, that's uh, Impact's event this week. Under Siege. Probably looks better than WrestleMania Backlash. <laughs> well, uh, I might see if I can one. find it on on like a pirated stream or something. Well, th- this will be on Impact Plus. I don't have Impact Plus. Do do the free thing, man. Man, that requires me to fucking set up my email and. And if you use uh, um, Rebellion, I think they still have it running where if you use Rebellion X, you get it for two months for free. No. Yeah. What if I, what if I use promo code uh, Rhino? What happens <laughs> if I use promo code DJs in a box? You save money off your date nights in a box subscription. In a box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's going to wrap up Bell to Bell. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get into the Vintage Throwdown this week. Uh, Wrestling Society X Episode 3. Let me guess, Garrett didn't watch it. No, he, he actually it. did. He did. Oh. Amazing. And this is actually before it's we started recording. <laughs> All right. Vintage Throwdown is brought to you by StackofCards.com. Cards with a Z. The best place to get your trading card fixed. Because it's definitely not going to be at Target or Walmart right now. Uh, New packs or vintage. New inventory added to the site every Friday. You'll always have a different variety of packs to check out. Ranging from football, baseball, wrestling, to Ninja Turtles. uh, All different kinds of pop culture stuff. If you use the code VINTAGE, you'll save an additional 10% off your order. So check out stackofcards.com. Stack of cards with a Z. Today. And you need to hurt over and you don't have to worry about anybody trying to rob you at the buying. Um, buy your Pokemon cart. <laughs> ah, freaking ridiculous. But speaking of ridiculous, <laughs> Wrestling Society X Episode 3. Ah, this one, we actually saw the, the debut. Is it the debut? Yeah, Filth and the Fury. Their debut match. Dog 20, which of course is Matt Cross, a very young Matt Cross, um, and Teddy Hart, uh, defeated the trailer boys, which is uh, Josh Raymond and Nate Webb. Yeah, uh, yeah. it was, but <laughs> 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 besides the fucking like fake electrocution, <laughs> that, was, that was all I remember from the match. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. He's not fucking my friend in the park. The best part is he didn't do it once, he did it twice. <laughs> after, he, after he poured water on him, like, you know, <laughs> you know what water does to electricity, don't you? And it's like, no. <laughs> What does it do? It don't shock you more because you have water on you. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's pretty bad. So, <laughs> oh, so we, we go from that. And then this next match, like, the biggest, my biggest complaint with this is, like, so much out of these matches that fit within 30 minutes. 
So I'm yeah. sure if we would have gotten the full match, like aside from just the big spots, it probably would have been a little bit better. No, that's I the mean, same with all of these. So yeah, it, I mean, it was a good match to me. It was a good match. Like besides the fake electrocution, Electric- like they did some pretty sweet moves. Oh. Um, that's this next match. Like they had three matches on the card. Um, unfortunately, Jack Evans and El Hombro Blanco Blanco and Mascarado. Well, I'm, I'm assuming it's the the white brother in a mask. <laughs> white boy in a mask, I think. White boy in a mask, I believe, is what that translates. I'm not. I don't know. Well, obviously, because I just butchered most of that. So, it means brother Blanco is white, and I'm asserting this. Um, and Mascarado um, mask. So, and L means the. So, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure it's the white brother in a mask or the white boy in a mask. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Jack Evans defeated him. This match was literally under like two and a half minutes, even been less. <laughs> but that was cool. Uh, pretty, some pretty big spots in that match too. Uh, then we had the main event: tables, ladders, and cervezas. So we had Catraz and Luke Hawks uh, defeat the team of. Pachos Guapos, which is uh, Aaron Aguilera and Chaos. Um, Aaron Aguilera spent most of his time uh, flirting with the Senoritas at ringside um, instead of paying attention to the match because every time he turned his back, Chaos ended up getting shit kicked out of him. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, these shows are fun, though. Yeah, the great thing with these is you don't really have to put too much thought into them. It's just, it's just a lot and of fun. Expo- and the explosions are better than fucking AEW. Than AEW's AEW's <laughs> exploding death match. <laughs> oh man! So episode four, uh, which we'll take a look at next week. Let's get the card for that one to give you a little bit of preview of what we got going on. So, what did you uh, think, dude? It was whatever. I mean, <laughs> well, <clears throat> you know, it was. I mean, it's not bad. I mean, I, uh, I just love the like kind of cheesy in a sense, but it still like got like quality wrestling in it. So, I like watching it. Yeah. All right. Should be pretty solid. We've got uh, Matt Seidel taking on Scorpio Scott. Oh, yeah. That should be pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, Then we have a tag team match keeping it gangsta. Uh, Bobby, Baby Slim, and Ruckus uh, taking on. Bobby Lashley. I was like, damn, he's on this too? Yeah. They're taking on that seventies like cool team. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Be like cool if you were. So they're gonna take on that seventies team, Disco Machine and Joey Ryan. So, should be uh should be a pretty decent show. Excited for uh to see Scorpio Sky, young Scorpio Sky, uh taking on a young Matt Seidel. So should be interesting. 
these things are like all out of order. And episode five, man, got a six pack and a human tornado on there. That's gonna be a fun one. That'll be uh, two weeks from now. Then. All right, so there's that vintage throwdown. Of course, brought to you by stackofcards.com. Uh, all right, guys, ready? The Wrestle Get In Wrestling Federation. We got the voting results for week one. Uh, bad news is Money Shot came up with a big old goose egg. Yeah, does that surprise me? No. It was. Uh, I got one. We got one vote for Heat Wave. One vote for Saturday Night Special. Oh, we had a poll. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, so the last month we're doing the polls for the uh, the karaoke wow. competition thing. Yeah. So yeah, so that You're was that. On the hair versus hair. <laughs> hair versus. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going till everyone. <laughs> loser leaves the podcast. <laughs> we we didn't say which hair, so. <laughs> Loser leaves a podcast. <laughs> well, you come back as the conquistador. <laughs> guys, guys, it's been fun. <laughs> then next week it's next week we have the special guest host, the conquistador, that all just just says C. <laughs> Ma- uh, have a uh, mass D. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty. We don't know who it is. He <laughs> just sounds like Garrett. <laughs> so, what'd you think of that match? C. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, All right. Do you even know Spanish? C. Hola, como estas, amigos? Me llamo Carlito. All right. Who wants to go first this week? I can go first if you want. Okay. (sighs) Okay. Pretty easy show. Didn't write a whole lot. I did write some stuff, but we can get it going. All right. So. Uh, money shot. Awesome. Even though no one votes for me, so why do I care? You guys suck. Anyway, great way to start off. Match one Johnny Gargano. Gargano wins by locking in the Gargano Escape. And he is finally going to get his shot, the money shot title, at the pay-per-view. My match two starts with Ripley coming out to the ring because she wants to know who this masked person is that cost her her title match last week. The masked person comes out, and it is one Chris Statlander. She says she didn't like how she was disrespecting the title. She's going to prove that she is ready for the title and that she needs to not be anywhere close to it. So we get Statlander and Ripley and Statlander hits Big Bang Theory to defeat Ripley and she will face 
someone else later on tonight, next week, for the number one total contendership. I gotta, I gotta interrupt you there for a second. What's up? So, how's Chris St- Statlander appearing on Money Shot and Heat Wave? She's not on your show unless you put her on your show. I did. She was on my show last week. Baloney! It doesn't matter. <laughs> she's gonna be on my show and lose next week. And so, she's on my show this week. <laughs> don't worry about it. She's on two promotions. She's, uh, you know, this is interbrand inter shows and. Um, Shut up, Chris. It's the Rick Rude effect. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. It's the Rick Rude effect. (laughs) My match three is uh, Storm and Page versus Omega and Ibushi for the tag titles. Uh, The match ends in a no contest because the gorgeous gods who are pissed about their loss last week come out with chairs and destroy the shit out of everybody. And Breeze puts Omega through a table because fuck Kenny Omega. And Shane McMahon comes out and announces there will be a TLC match between all the teams at the pay-per-view. Match four is Tony Storm versus Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox is the shiniest wizard for the win and will face to be determined since I can't use Statlander now next week for the number one contender. And my main event is a six-way gauntlet match where the winner uh, will face Karen Cross at the pay-per-view. The match starts with Keith Lee and AJ Styles. Styles hits a phenomenal forearm for the victory. Next out is Edge, who, spear- who ends up spearing Styles for the victory. Then it's uh, Naito, and then Naito also takes a spear. But then it's Michaels who comes out fifth. And Michaels hits the sweet chin music on Edge to eliminate him. And then our final two men in the ring are Michaels and Adam Cole, baby. And Cole ends up hitting the last call to take the win. And will face Karrion Cross at the pay-per-view. And that's what it is. <laughs> you can still use Statlander. I'm just giving you a hard time. I know you were. I, I literally was did not know who to use. And I like went through your people. And I was like, he didn't use this person. And then like, I was like, fuck. Whatever. It don't matter. Oh, that's awesome. So Chris Statlander pulled Rick Rude appearing on two shows on the same night. Hell he truly yeah. is the galaxy's greatest alien. Uh, Carl, you want to go next or you want to go last? Uh, it doesn't matter. I can go next. Okay. Right. If I'm not too drunk enough, so you, you got a you got Chris Statlander on your show too. I don't. <laughs> He's like <laughs> no, I might. He's like I might. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Saturday night special is coming at you live from a bar in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Sorry, I'm a little tipsy. Um, uh, starts off with a limo pulling up. Uh, the four horsemen get out and make their way to the ring. Uh, Ric Flair uh, cuts a promo uh, saying that uh, we've been sitting on the side 
Uh, but it's time for us to come back and take what's ours, especially now that the King's Mafia is, uh, seems to be falling apart with all the infighting. Um, and we're going to do that later on tonight. Uh, we're going to have Mr. Perfect versus The Rock for the Southeastern United States title. Um, got a commercial break. Comes back with match one. Cactus Jack versus Cody Rhodes. Um, Cody gets busted open when uh, Cactus Jack hits him with a ring bell, but he is able to pick up the uh, pick up the victory over Cactus Jack um, with a surprise roll up pin. Um, uh, match two um, sees uh, RVD versus Eddie Guerrero. Uh, Eddie Guerrero picks up the win by because disqualif- uh, RVD gets disqualified. Um, but the way it happens is uh, Sabu distracts referee. Bill Alfonso goes to uh, toss uh, um, uh, RVD at the, a chair. Um, uh, Eddie Guerrero intersects the chair, actually hits Bill Alfonso with it. And then, you know, the referee hears the sound of someone getting hit. Uh, Eddie Guerrero drops down to the mat and leaves the chair in the ring. The referee turns around and thinks RVD had hit uh, Eddie Guerrero with a chair, but it was actually Eddie Guerrero hitting uh, Bill Alfonso with a chair. Uh, and so RVD gets disqualified uh, with Eddie Guerrero picking up the victory. Uh, match three sees uh, Diamond Dallas Page versus the superstar Bill Dundee. And uh, Diamond Dallas Page uh, picks up the win, hitting uh, Bill Dundee uh, with a diamond cutter. Um, which leads us to the uh, tag team match for the number one contendership. Because um, uh, Eddie Gilbert and Marshall Man had challenged uh, Doug Gilbert and Brian Christopher. Uh, Eddie Gilbert and Marshall Man come out to their entrance music, but they're jumped from uh, behind from. Uh, uh, Brian Christopher and uh, Doug Gilbert. Uh, they kind of brawl over the place. Uh, one of them, or well, two of them, end up at the bar uh, throwing each other through uh, glasses and stuff. Um, but uh, Brian Christopher and Eddie Gilbert end up outside in the park lot uh, and ends up with Eddie Gilbert hitting a DT on Brian uh, through a car windshield. Uh, the match is actually ruled a no contest because neither of the participants are uh, able to participate in the match because the bell never rang because none of them made it to the ring. Um, which leads us to the fifth match, uh, the main event. Um, uh, so uh, the tag team match ended in a no contest because they know the, the participants were able to wrestle. Um, Eric Bischoff comes out and announces that the main event, The Rock versus Mr. Perfect, is going to be a cage match because he doesn't want any outside interference. Uh, and so uh, you get The Rock and uh, Mr. Perfect in a, like a 60-minute brawl inside of a steel cage. Um, and Mr. Perfect picks up the win um, with the uh, perfect clock. Uh, um, after that, the four horsemen come down to celebrate. Uh uh, Rick Flair says we're not done. We're going to uh, take all the titles as the show goes off the air. Am I still all recording? Right. Okay. Yeah. There you okay. Go. I cut out last time. I was like, damn, I'm going to have to record the whole thing. <laughs>
We waited for you. No, you're good. All right, so Saturday Night Special, Money Shot. Let's get into Heat Wave. I am the fire. I am burning brighter. Roaring like a sun. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Heat Wave coming to you live from Durham, North Carolina. Last week our broadcast was hijacked. I'm sure it was in some part related to the attack. I soon be on that. But we're hoping to have an update on Mickey, but her whereabouts are still unknown. Uh, but tonight the television champion Mia Gim is here and will defend her title in tonight's main event. And we're kicking things off with tag team action tonight. So let's head to ringside for the opening contest. And the following is a tag team match scheduled for one fall, and it's your Heat Wave opening contest. Introducing first the team of Thunder Rosa and Holiday. They are the Twisted Sisters, and their opponent, the team of Rosemary and Allie. They are Demon Bunny. So start things off, we see standard beatdown of the fan favorite team. Um, Allie able to make the hot tag, and Rosemary cleans house. Uh, her and Thunder Rosa are face-to-face and start trading blows. Rosemary is out on top of that exchange. But the finish sees Rosemary hit the red wedding on Holiday as Allie takes out Thunder Rosa. So Demon Bunny pick up the win in our opening match tonight. Uh, match number two, scheduled for one fall, 20 minutes. Introducing first from the Andromeda, she's the galaxy's greatest alien, Chris Statlander. And her opponent from Los Angeles, California, she is the Victoria. So these two seem equally matched as neither one was able to gain a clear advantage. Uh, Statlander goes for her signature power slam, but Victoria is able to escape and hits her with a super kick. Uh, Victoria nails the Widow's Peak soon after that super kick and picks up the win over the Galaxy's Greatest Alien. Uh, Match number three. Scheduled for one fall, of course, in 20-minute time limit. First, from the other side of darkness, Luna Vachon and her opponent from Parts Unknown. She is Awesome Kong. Uh, bell rings. These two start beating the shit out of each other. And the begins. These two are going blow for blow. Uh, Luna gets Kong a little disoriented and is able to get her out of the ring. But Kong... Kong goes over the top rope, lands on the floor, uh, landing on her feet. But Luna follows with a dive to the outside, caught by Awesome Kong. And sl- uh, ref starts the 10 count as Kong continues to beat down Luna. Uh, Luna is able to block a couple shots by Kong, and the ref is at the count of six. But neither of these two women care as they continue to trade shots on the outside. Ref hits 10, and both women are counted out. Officials try to separate them are unable to. Uh, then we head backstage while the refs are trying to gain control. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Grotto, where the beautiful are always welcome and the uggos aren't fit to clean our floors. Beautiful people are live. Angelina Love says another week has gone by. Still no one has stepped up to the plate to accept our challenge. All those teams in the locker room are too afraid to put their careers on the line against us, and we're not surprised after what we did to Punk Rock Riot at Original Sin. 
after all, they should be afraid because this is our division, our locker room, and this is our ring. Velvet Sky continues saying at Hardcore Hell, which is two weeks away, we'll be here in this ring willing to put these titles on the line against anyone from our locker room or against a couple of randos from the local gym. Doesn't matter to us because we're the beautiful people and we'll cleanse the world of all the uggos if we have to. So they're still looking for some challenges for those tag team titles. Who's um, over the next couple of weeks? I guess we will find out. Uh, next matchup scheduled for one fall, 20 minute time limit. Introducing first from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, Trish Stratus and her opponent from Osaka, Japan, Asuka. Uh, we're in a treat for a treat tonight as Trish and Asuka lock up. Asuka dominated this match from the opening lockup, but Trish was able to mount a comeback after using the Matrish to dodge Asuka's flying hip attack. Trish regained control and hits the satisfaction for the win. But after the match, a very upset Asuka attacks Trish and locks her in the Asuka lock. Heatwave officials back out again. Uh, they're finally able to regain control. Asuka releases the hold, but the damage has already been done to Trish. Uh, and main event. The television championship introducing first the challenger from Decatur, Georgia. She is the girl on fire, Kiera Hogan, and her opponent, the reigning heat wave television champion from Fontana, California. She is that head bitch in charge. Uh, Hogan gets the first shot off, and Yim answers back with a receipt. Uh, these two go at it move for move, but Mia is able to pick up the win after hitting protection neck and misses a clothesline. Uh, the lights go out in the arena, and Sue Young's music starts to play, and video package rolls on the screen. Uh, we see Mickey James, who is in some kind of cell-like enclosure with the bridesmaids surrounding her. Sue approaches the cage as Mickey slowly looks up at her, and the fear on her face intensifies as the camera moves back to Sue, and we see two figures draped in darkness and a third who walks into the light. It's the goddamn devil himself. It's James Mitchell, the sinister minister. Uh, he looks Mickey in the eyes and says, you have something we want. And at hardcore hell, we're taking it from you. So Mitchell begins to laugh as they disappear into the darkness and the cell door unlocks. And ladies and gentlemen, that concludes the broadcast of Heat Wave this week. Cool. I ain't seen James Mitchell in a while. Yeah. I figured uh so are you set the paper view or are they gonna be uh lay those conquistadoras? Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to find out. <laughs> He's like more than likely damn it. He's like, damn it, why'd you because I already told you guys what I was doing. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> All right. So look for the up this weekend. Um, probably either Sunday or Monday. Probably Monday at the latest. So keep an eye out for that. Um, go ahead and vote for which show you thought was the better show this week. Remember, vote we'll tally me. up the votes. <laughs> I mean, vote for y'all. Vote I for mean, Heat Wave. Yeah, don't vote for me anyway. Vote for Money Shot. Vote for Saturday Night Special. Whichever one you want. Make multiple Twitter accounts and vote for each one. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, so vote for which one you like. Remember, at the end of four weeks, we'll tally up the votes, and whoever has the lowest money shot will be singing some karaoke. You got it. And this will be the uh, the last month we do the karaoke special um, stipulation. Uh, we're still in the process of trying to figure out something else to do, so we'll see what we go from there. And that's going to wrap things up for this week. Thank you guys for checking this out. Uh, we still have one thing to go. Carl, what is the theme of the week this week? Um, so, question. Does it necessarily have to be their theme, or can I do like your theme performed by someone else? Eh. I'll allow it. I'll give you two, two choices for the theme of the week. Okay. So we're going to do uh, John Moxley's new theme, but performed by uh, Jimi Hendrix live at the Monterey Pop Festival. Or we can do New Jack's uh, ECW theme, uh, which is Natural Born Killers, uh, Dr. Dre. I think you should do New Jack. I ain't going to lie. That's what I'm I'm saying, leaning towards, dude. Okay. Okay, let's do new deck natural born uh let's do natural born killers, uh Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre and Ice Cube. Good stuff. I love that song. That video is awesome too. It's probably one of the best ECW entrances. Absolutely. And they played it the entire time. <laughs> the entire time New Jack was in the in the ring, they played that song. Like they just put it on a loop. It was awesome. Uh, all right, so thank you guys for checking us out again this week. Um, giving us an hour and a half of your time. We really do appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening um, week in, week out. Uh, best way to support the show, like you said, prowrestlingtees.com slash Podcast with two Ds, redbubble.com slash people slash pod as well. Buy a shirt, buy some stickers, buy some masks, uh, whatever you want to pick up. Uh, best way to support the show like I said all the money that we get from those sales goes directly back into the show to help produce the best show possible that we can give you all each and every week uh, quick shout out again to our friends uh, the running podcast the big cave and to call up make sure you guys are give them a listen uh, very similar to us uh, the call up a great interview show Lots of cool stuff going on there. Big Cave, another another one. Uh, some great interviews. Running podcast covers everything from wrestling to football, baseball, pop culture stuff. So if you're looking for a little more variety outside just wrestling, definitely check them out. Um, and be sure to follow us again on social media. Wrestling Pod with one D on Twitter, uh, Instagram Wrestling Pod with two Ds and for the underscore collection. YouTube.com slash for the collection. Facebook.com slash Wrestling Pod with one D as well. And that's pretty much it. So thank you guys for checking us out again. This has been episode 92, eight away from 100 of the WrestleGeddon podcast. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Later, Marks. That's WWE Rule 34. (laughs) 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 Oh, amazing stuff.
I can't believe Vince put that in the rule book. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Awesome. <laughs> Have you Googled it yet, Garrett? <laughs> oh, I did a while ago. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> he just never closed the page. That's what he's been looking at the entire time we're doing podcasts. <laughs>